Welcome to Here For You, a daily podcast to help you get through the global pandemic without going completely bananas. I'm Kate Spencer. And I'm Dori Shafrir. And today is Friday, May 22nd. So as you know, we're here for you to offer comfort and support during the scary and uncertain time. And we also want to hear from you. You can email us at kateanddory at gmail.com or call us at 781-591-0390. Let us know how you're feeling, what you're up to. If you have any questions for us, stuff you want us to cover, ideas for distractions, we want to hear it all. We do. And just a reminder that next Friday is our last episode of Here For You. After that, we'll be transitioning to an additional episode of Forever 35 every week. So we'll be doing two Here For You-esque mini episodes on Mondays and Fridays, and then our full-length episodes are shifting to Wednesdays. So if you if you have here for you specific questions, get them in now. Yes, but keep up the communication. Yes. We'll just be kind of taking this over to the Forever 35 zone. True. Yes. And um, also we'll be recording. Uh, we won't be recording very far in advance, similar to how, how we do this. So everything should feel pretty timely, including our main episode of Forever 35. Yeah. I know. Hot isn't it wild that like we used to record tip. sometimes like two weeks in advance? We did. Normally we were like a week out on a consistent basis, but now yeah. we're like a di- now we're like a day or two. Yeah. I mean, I think it's the convenience, not the convenience of being home like this, but just kind of where we're at. Totally. We're able to just kind of do it. Send yep. it over to Sammy. Yeah. Hit the ground running. So yep. we, we appreciate you um, coming with us on this journey, this here for you journey as we transition to a three-day-a-week podcast over on Forever 35. Come along for the ride. Please do. Please join us. Kate, how are you doing? Okay, look, real talk, Dory. I'm sipping coffee right now. Now, normally when I record podcasts, I don't slurp my coffee, but I just feel like I'm going to be my most authentic self today. Into it. Because I really want this coffee. It's really good. (laughs) You know, um, today is the last day of school in my house for my kids mm. our school is done officially and it's very bittersweet and sad yeah i also i um, still will never get over how early school ends in california oh it's bonkers i mean you and i are from the east coast where we would go toward the end of june and then yeah. start school mid-september and here in california at least in the los angeles area we end in May or early June and we start in August. And yeah. it is so strange. Yeah. It's so strange. Anyway. To not get used to it. Anyway, yes. I'm sorry. That was very niche. But I find it weird too. Um, so I have spent the last two months feeling a lot of grief over the fact that there's all this kind of lost time that my kids didn't get to have with their teachers. We just yeah. like, our teachers are so wonderful. Our school is wonderful. Our community is great. I'm so grateful for it. And I have just been feeling so sad about it, honestly. Um, But, you know, today I kind of had this realization and it's a bit of a reframe, which we love to, you know, josh about. But I I reflected on actually how grateful I am that these are the teachers that they had, that they were, that they had these teachers through this experience. Mm. Um, You know, like I, I was feeling so sad that they weren't getting like all the time in the world that they would have had with their, their teachers. But then I realized like, well, actually we're very lucky that, these are the the educators who guided my kids through this experience and provided, you know, consistency for them and comfort and 
did a time. I'm, I'm sure I can't even imagine what it is like as a teacher having to shift your entire way of teaching to this new online world and, and having to kind of keep track of students who may not have access to, I mean, I just, I can't imagine how hard it must be for teachers. So I'm so grateful for my kids' teachers. So that's, that's kind of where I've landed. You know, I was, I have felt so sad about it. I mean, mm. like crying sad. And now I'm, now I'm more just like feeling very fortunate that if we were going to get stuck in a global pandemic and have to do school from home for two months, that these are the people we did it with. So thank you to my kids, teachers who I presume don't listen to this podcast, but <laughs> I will. I've also expressed my gratitude to them. Oh, good. In a way where, yeah, don't worry. I'm not just saying it on this podcast and not writing thank you notes. <laughs> I'm also telling. Um, Dory, you know what? I had like one of those days yesterday where like I got nothing done. I yeah. sat in front of my computer and I just stared at it for yeah. probably six hours. Have you had those? Do you have those days? I feel like I only have those days. Well, that makes me feel better because from where I sit over here, I'm always like, Dory is just cranking it out. Look what? at Dory. I'm getting all these emails from Dory. Yeah. And I'm, I literally like, I couldn't bring myself to do an inch of work. It was so hard yesterday. I don't know what it was. Yeah, I think that's totally normal. <laughs> totally, totally, do, totally normal. I normally beat myself up for stuff like that, but instead I was like, Kate, it's cool. You're yes. Good. Don't worry. You are good. You are fine. Trust me. Okay. Thank you. You're really, that's where I was. You're you're fine. <sighs> anyway, how are you doing, my friend? Well, so I told everyone that um my mom's birthday was the 21st and we're recording this on the 21st so we celebrated her birthday this morning um my dad had asked me to set up a family zoom so Aww. and I was like okay what time should we do it and he was like how about 10 a.m eastern and I was like oh okay <laughs> 10 a.m eastern which is as you know as you know 7 a.m pacific um which is you know not not 5 a.m but still like early and I you know had to make sure like Henry was like fed and not screaming and etc um but it was really nice I think she was really happy my siblings and I also sent her like a big assortment of pastries from a bakery that she really likes that's near their house and you know, I think we were, we were all supposed to go away. We were all supposed to be in Florida this past weekend. That was, and the, the point, the reason for the gathering, as I've said before, was because she's turning 70. Um, and my dad is soon turning 75. And I think she was really bummed that the trip was canceled. Mm. So yeah, we never, we, we almost never do like fam, like full family vacations. Um, yeah. So this was a big deal. And I know you had one planned too that also got canceled. Yeah, tomorrow I was going to be flying to Florida to meet up with my husband's family to go on a cruise in the Western Caribbean <laughs> for a week, <laughs> for nine days or something. <gasps> yeah, yeah. Yeah. We were going to celebrate my father-in-law's 80th birthday with our, with his family. And wow. um, we were all really looking forward to it. And I, I really love my in-laws, so it's a real bummer not to get to spend that time with them but we're all in good health so yeah. yeah yeah exactly like we're all in good health I think my parents are gonna go get a lobster roll today mm, you know what that's a great way to celebrate if you can totally and 
You know? But, you know, I will say, though, like, it is refreshing to know that, like, like birthdays, I don't know, I've never been a big birthday person, but just thinking that your mom is disappointed, like, it is important to celebrate our, like, I just think that's really sad, but sweet, you know, like, it's 70 is a big deal. Totally. And it is disappointing not to get to celebrate with your family and yeah. your kids and your loved ones. I mean, that's such a bummer. Yeah, it is a bummer. So, <sighs> Hopefully we will be able to celebrate at another, at a later date. Maybe 71. 71, exactly. 70 plus one. Yeah. Still a great birthday. <laughs> a great birthday. Still a great birthday. Um, yeah. So that's kind of everything that's happening over here. Um, I think I'd love to hear from some listeners because we got quite a few great voicemails for this episode so let's play this first one okay cat and door now i have to call i am the mom of the girl that called laughing hysterically over your miscommunications about cocktails period i'm up in the south shore of boston area and my daughter's down in Nashville, and hearing her on the podcast totally made my day. I miss her so much. You can tell I'm starting to choke up, but it's almost like I have more daughters because you guys are just the best. I love you so much and listening to you every day talk about baking and poop and God only knows what else. We miss you uh, over here in sunny Massachusetts. Well, it's sunny today anyway. And um, I'm in my studio making a giant crow puppet for a parade that is not going to happen. But someday I hope to parade this giant thing down the street in Marshfield Hills. Anyway, happy Memorial Day Festival. That's not going to happen to all of my friends. And hope things are good for you guys. Love you. Bye. I mean, that was the platonic ideal of a voicemail. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, listeners, to be fair, Dory warned me that I might cry. So I went and listened to this ahead of time because I knew I would cry. And I did. Mm. I mean, I mean, a, a mom from the South Shore with just a that beautiful touch of a, a nice South Shore Boston, Boston accent. Ugh. <laughs> Telling us that we're like her daughters. Look, listener, you may or may not know, but my mom's dead. I mean, that really just sang to my heart. I just want to come move into your puppet studio. Well, and then and then the twist at the end that she's building a crow. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't expect that. No, I didn't either. <laughs> uh, and also, what is this? What is this? What? Why is there a crow for a Memorial Day parade? That was where I was like, I need to know so much more about what goes on in Marshfield, Massachusetts. But this was just so sweet and so kind and really made us both feel very special. So it did. Thank you so much. Your daughter's so lucky. Yeah. Also, I love that she heard it. It sounded like she didn't know her daughter had called in, but that they both listened to the show. And that, that also made me weepy because like, it's got to be so, so I miss my dad so much, you know, like I, mm-hmm. I, being apart from your 
kids, even as adults, is really hard. Now I might start crying. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. We got to start talking about poop, Doria. I'm going to start. Okay. <laughs> start All crying. All right. Quick. Moving on. <laughs> okay. Okay. Poop. Um, poop. Well, actually, f- before we get to poop, I, I just want to <laughs> note Sorry. that more than one person wrote in to say that while they agree that the movie one day pretty much sucked, that the book is great. So perhaps I will give the book a shot. Cool. Okay. I didn't even know it was a book. My bad. So apologies to David Nichols, who wrote the book. (laughs) Did not mean to malign you. All right. Now we can move on to poop. (laughs) Um, Listen, people just have a lot of thoughts about poop. I'm glad this is a safe space to talk about poop because I feel like culturally we're still not down with people talking about poop, especially uh, women. So totally let's do it let's talk about our poops all right i love this first voicemail from a nurse practitioner aka an actual expert hi cat and door um megan this is a uh response for here for you um from the listener who was having the concern about using public bathrooms on the way of, of the road trip um I am a nurse practitioner, uh, not a COVID expert, but I am a health care worker. Um, personally, I would not worry about this. I would take really good precautions. I would wear my mask. I would, if you have disposable gloves, use those, making sure not to touch anywhere um, on yourself, not your pockets or your cell phone or um, you know anything after you've touched any of the surfaces in the bathroom hand sanitize, you know, all those things. Um, but personally, I, I would not, I don't think it's necessary to do, um, you know, some of the other some of the other ideas. Unless, of course, that makes the listener feel better, in which case, for sure, go ahead. I was thinking public restrooms are often kind of open and airy. Um, you know, a lot of times they don't have, like, real windows, and I actually was thinking that they probably have some pretty decent ventilation. Um, so... Those are my thoughts. Hope you guys are doing okay. And good luck listening with your road trip. Bye. Thank you for that. This made me feel better. Totally. I never had a public restroom phobia or fear until COVID. I mean, I I full on sit on the toilet if it's dry. I mean, I do too. Yeah. I mean, I've never squatted. It's just too much quad work. You know what I mean? Like gotta, <laughs> it is. Totally, totally. Totally. Too much. So, yeah, I, I, I didn't. I, I, this is not my normal forte of anxiety, but I, I, I'm glad, kind of relieved to hear that we can do handle it safely, hopefully. Hopefully. Totally. Um, all right. Let's take a short break, actually, before we hear this next voicemail. So Great. be right back. All right. Here we go with... Yet another voicemail about pooping on the road, or or not pooping on the road, as the case may be. Hi, this message is for here for you. My name's Gilly, and I live in Orange County. And my grandparents recently left Orange County in their cars to go to their other home um, in Colorado, which is a 16-hour drive, and they are both in their 80s. And they did it without ever going to a public restroom. They peed on the side of the road. 
I don't know if they pooped. They didn't share that information with me, but I'm going to assume that they just didn't, that they just kind of time, tried to time it so that they didn't have to. But um, they said that that was the way to go. Just drove straight. They left at like 3 o'clock in the morning and got there, whatever, in the evening the next day. Um, I also wanted to share that my husband and I started the movie game that a previous caller called in about, and I used Kate's suggestion for our first movie, The First Wives Club, because I'd never seen it, and then my husband had never seen Overboard, so that was the second movie that we watched. So anyway, it's been great. I don't know what our third movie is going to be. It's my turn. And I, I've never seen Private Benjamin, but I'm like, is, is that breaking a rule to use Goldie Hawn again? And I posed that question to my husband, and he was like, why do you care? You can make your own rules. So I guess I guess it'll be Private Benjamin. But anyway, thanks for the podcast, and um, thanks for all you do. Okay, bye. What a strong movie lineup. I have never seen any of those movies. I've never seen Overboard, nor have I seen Private Benjamin. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I've never seen Private Benjamin, but I have seen Overboard, and it is... An iconic 80s movie. It is iconic. I mean, Goldie Hawn, we forget how funny Goldie Hawn is she's very fun to follow on Instagram I feel like that's my number one movie for her yeah (laughs) she's so funny and and like she she does like the physical comedy so well I'm a big Goldie Hawn fan anyway Kate you gotta watch First Wives Club I know I know I I really it's I told Anthony too the other night I was like we need to watch First Wives Club (laughs) truly truly all right. This next email is very detailed about pooping on the road. <laughs> oh, 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 wait. Before before we oh, get yes. to it, though, we we never acknowledge the fact that some eighty year olds drove six oh, yeah. hours and peed on the side of the road. We got so totally, swept up in Goldie Hawn. Totally eighty somethings. That's awesome. That is awesome. That is truly awesome. Your grandparents are very cool. They left at three in the morning. Woo! Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the way I just am like, are people going to see me peeing on the side of the road? Not at three in the morning. That's fair. Okay. <sighs> All right. So now, now to the detailed email. Sorry, now Dory. to the very detailed email. And then I think we can close the book on, on pooping on the road. What do you, you say? Close, close the lid of the toilet. <laughs> yes. Close Thank the you. toilet lid on the toilet bowl of poop. Oh, no, sorry. Okay, never oh, mind. <laughs> this, this got really gross really fast. Okay. Kate and Dory, in response to your episode on May 20th about the fear of using a public restroom, I have some advice from my job as a professional mountain guide and avid recreationalist. Now, I just want to pause and say our listeners are... I mean, a professional mountain guide? Yeah, what? That's amazing. <laughs> That's so cool. Okay. Can we go on a, a hike with you? I would love to go on a trip. Totally. Ooh, yeah, that sounds fun. All right. I completely understand the paranoia using public restrooms during the pandemic and have some advice I typically tell clients on several week-long backcountry trips. First of all, you should never assume digging a hole is the best option. There are so many ecosystems across the country and every area has best practice regulations. In the southern Utah desert, for example, it is actually best to poop on a hard surface, such as sandstone, and then smear the poop. Kate, have you ever heard of this? 
No, I'm so stressed. Okay, keep going. <laughs> we need there needs to be like a book, kind of like the Audubon guide for birds, but like, but like a, how you poop across how the you world. poop. Yes, in different terrain. I'm sure this exists. Someone I mean, needs we're speaking to write specifically this. about the United States. So wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Digging a hole can really damage the ecosystem. Other areas may require a 10-inch deep hole, others 6 inches, others 4 inches. However, if every single person decides to dig a hole, if that is the recommended option, the ground will be full of poop and it is not sustainable. If you would like to learn more, research Leave No Trace. Quick side note to digging holes. Never bury toilet paper. Pack out toilet paper and doggy bags and only bury, bury your human waste. I recommend two different options as alternatives to leaving your poop in the ground. One, wag bag. This is a small one-time use bag that is essentially a glorified dog poop bag for humans. It comes in a neat little pouch, and when you open it, the product contains a wet wipe and a small bit of toilet paper. The bag itself is large with a bit of kitty litter inside to help the smell and then is sealed by a big Ziploc seal. Imagine a shiny aluminum gallon-sized Ziploc bag. Link includes a video to see how it works. We will link to that in the show notes. These can be found at REI or Amazon. Two, portable toilet. I typically only use wag bags and store them in the roof rack of my car when I'm on long road trips, especially solo as a woman who doesn't like to use creepy bathrooms at late hours. That said, there's a more beefy option sold through REI. There are several versions, the luggable loo or the go anywhere portable toilet that you can buy, or you can create your own with a five gallon bucket from the nearest hardware store. Lastly, if you decide to hold in your poop for more than three days, you can possibly get fecal impaction, which leads to sepsis, i.e. you can actually die or place yourself in the hospital. I am no doctor, but this is something I warn clients who fear pooping outside and decide to hold it in for days, if not weeks. Don't do it. Bring hand sanitizer and extra baby wipes to be sure you feel clean. I've never written such a thorough email about poop before. Hope this helps. Allie. <sighs> Wow. I am shook a little bit here because the smearing the poop on sandstone, (laughs) if you're in southern Utah, (laughs) I I guess I only did learn, you know, I've only really been backpacking in New England, which is where I have only ever thought about burying poop. And I have been backpacking abroad. Mm. Um, Gosh, this was incredibly informative very informative thank you so much Allie yeah and I I, I'm into these products Um, I might have to just keep them keep them in my car just for fun we do have a bucket in our at our house um, as part of our earthquake kit in case there's a you know the big one hits and the plumbing breaks down we will be bucket bucket bathrooming but um, yeah you know I was just gonna say I feel like some of this advice is actually good earthquake advice yeah we love earthquake advice you know so maybe i'll get a portable toilet just for just emergency yeah emergency times i did not know that if you decided to hold your poop in for three days you could get sick yeah i mean it makes sense it sounds like a terrible idea it really does so that does make sense well dory this has just been um Did you ever think when like we were like, we should do a daily podcast while we're home, like we can talk about stuff related to coronavirus and also not. Did you ever think it would get here? No, no, I did not. No, (laughs) I did not. (sighs) 
but here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Um, well, Kate, do you want to talk about our word of the day? Yeah, I went with vulnerable, Dory, because I, I was feeling vulnerable this morning, just very open and raw. Mm. And I tend to be someone who kind of tends to kind of shut myself off a little bit. And so I was just thinking, like, I'm just going to let myself be open with my whatever I'm feeling. Be vulnerable. Mm. It can be mm-hmm. it can be very hard. And we also I, I also think this extends to so many people who have been vulnerable with us writing in or calling in. So that's just that's where I landed today. I like the that. Word of the day. Thanks. <laughs> um, and do you also want to talk about our activity of the day? I mean, look, it's a very broad activity. The activity is read because the New York Times book review summer reading guide came out today and it's fantastic. I was perusing mm. it this morning and I thought it would be a fun thing to look at for listeners to look at and, and for you and I to look at and just pick something. They have they have tons of categories, thrillers, true crimes, historical fiction, sports, music, cooking, Hollywood, horror, romance, travel. You know, I went right to romance. <laughs> Yes, you did. Um, I already have like a bunch of these books on my to be read list. So there's just a lot of great stuff in here. And I think I know it can be very hard to focus um, on reading. Mm. But if an audiobook is available, that can be a nice way to do it. Uh, yes, that counts. That is also reading. I can't stand when people try to claim that that doesn't quote unquote count. Seriously. Oh, it's so gross. Um, anyway, sorry. So yeah, read. <laughs> Take a look. It's in a book, as we say. <laughs> Actually, no, as LeVar Burton says on Reading Rainbow. Yes, he does say that. Well, Dory, this has been fun. This really has been great to talk to you, as always. And um, yeah. listeners, have a have a decent weekend. Yeah, we will speak to you on Monday, which is Memorial Day, but we will uh, be here. We sure will. Yeah. Okay. Bye.